It's the Pete Primo Show, and it's episode 41 with Jeb Blunt, the author of Virtual Training, Virtual Selling, People Buy You, Fanatical Prospecting, and about, what, eight or nine other books? That would be Jeb. about right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... The first question that's probably going off in some of my store owners' minds and some of my rep friends' minds is, Pete, why would you buy a book called Virtual Selling, a virtual training? And the reason I bought this book was I got caught in 2020 with no way to train my retail sales associates who I've loved to train for over 30 years. And I had no way of doing it. I had to start to build out a modest uh, studio. And I realized very quickly, based on the results, that I had to fix my light in. I had to fix my backdrop. I had to fix all kinds of things. So anybody who's out there, whether you own a store or you're a salesperson, you guys really need to get this book, Virtual Training by Jeb Blunt, because what it will do is it will save you so much time and money um, and mistakes that you don't have to make. So, Jeb, walk us through that. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, March of 2020 and the world stops spinning and you, uh, you know, I, I, I love the part in your book where uh, some people actually had the audacity to think that it was luck that you already were mostly built out with three uh, professional studios. They thought it was luck. And, you uh, know, I threw I threw the book down when I got to that point and I go, no, that that's called vision. You had vision. You didn't necessarily see a pandemic, but you knew where this whole thing was going to. And the pandemic just made it happen a little bit faster. Yeah, I would say that we've probably, you know, accelerated maybe 10 years in just the, the course of, say, 12 to 18 months. But the for me, it was it was the recession of 2007, 2008 that really drove building the studios because I'd been through a big corporate downsizing and I'd been through several of these. I mean, if you went go back into the 90s, there were several economic downturns. And in every one of those economic downturns, what the corporations did, they didn't quit training, they just quit traveling people. So basically your, you know, your travel and entertainment budgets get get crunched. And I was where our business was already growing, you know, about 40 40% a year year over year and had been doing so for uh, you know, 5 6 years in a row. And, you know, I, I was looking ahead and thinking, okay, well, the good times can't last forever. And at the time, I mean, we were in a screaming hot economy. Everything was, was, was going gangbusters. So you, we, when you're in those situations, typically you're not thinking about, you know, as they say in the Game of Thrones, that winter's coming. I mean, you're not thinking about those things happening. <laughs> but because I'd been through the Great Recession and because it had caught me so off guard, I just wasn't ready for it. And I didn't, I didn't think I'd be in that situation. This time around, I was thinking ahead. And because I was growing and adding trainers and adding employees and our business was getting bigger and bigger, the last thing I want to do is be in a situation where I got to go lay people off because I didn't do a good job as a CEO getting ahead of the curve. So we started in 2019 building 
studios essentially to to hedge against a recession. We didn't deliver particularly good virtual training at the time. It was usually just a supplement to the training that we were delivering in the classroom. And it wasn't something I was proud of, nor did we charge a lot for it. I mean, we just did it kind of as an add-on to training. And we would do some virtual training for, for small clients. But even then, it just wasn't great training. It wasn't the type of training that you lean into and go, man, I want more of this. So we had a vision to change that. And the vision was to build broadcast level studios in this particular complex we're in right now. This is one of the studios we built after the pandemic. This is called Blue Studio. And it's a you can't see the whole thing, but this, it's a wonderful studio. These were sales offices. And we, we completely gutted them and started over again. And now we have nine studios across the country for our different trainers as well. And we just, we, we got ready. And then in March, 2020, I remember it was March 14th. I just published a book called inked. We were in the, the audio studio, putting down, laying down the audio book. And you know, I'm, it was, I'm in a studio. I'm, I'm concentrated. I walk out that afternoon, walk into a grocery store and the day before everything was, was okay. Then that day after I was trying to get dinner, it was like the zombie apocalypse hit. People were taking everything off the shelves and my very next call was I listened to the radio and what was going on. I was I called my CFO and said, Okay, we gotta make a shift. Something's gonna I mean, everything just changed. I don't know what it's gonna look like, but you know, we we're get ready. And we were we hadn't even unpacked boxes. Like we had the studios built, but we hadn't we weren't ready yet. We worked twenty four seven. We got everything ready. We put everything up. We didn't lose a client, we didn't lose a training event, we didn't lose anything. We just kept moving. And in fact, because we were able to deliver a higher level experience in a virtual environment and uh, and we were able to provide better training for our, our clients. We were able to not only increase our prices, so we charge more for virtual training than we do for in-person training, but we were also able to, able to to book more trainings with our with our partners and clients because they weren't having to spend so much money traveling people in, and that was what I think was the thing that really in the, about you know July August that we started to realize is that our customers who would normally you know book one or two training days a quarter maybe uh, sometimes you know they would book you know a few training days a year. But all of a sudden, they were like, hey, can we do another one for this group? And can we do another one for that group? And can we add this group in? And we've got another group over here. So we were booking you know, many more training days. It changed everything because we didn't have to travel people in. And I think that the overall, the outcomes were better. And the cool thing was, Pete, I mean, at the beginning, like people would come into the virtual classroom and they would just go, wow. Like they were sending us notes. I've never seen anything like this. And, and that was what was like, you knew you had it. And, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're doing more in person and then we were, you know, even, you know, a couple of months ago, but even then most of our in-person clients, they've gotten so used to virtual that now they're doing in-person when it counts. Like we, there are, there are times when it makes sense. And then all of the add-on training, all of the supplemental training, all the training for their veteran people, all of that is moved into virtual just because it, it works and it's it's less expensive and it doesn't take people out of the field and you can deliver it in small chunks and that's that's why I wrote wrote this book. I I can just tell you that, that we the 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 information in this book allowed us as a company, our our company, we uh, grew 126% and in, uh, in 2020 that's more than double the size of the company almost in one year because we were able to scale through virtual. One of the 
one of the, the, the amazing things is you can buy this book for, I think it's $25. Jeb and his company, I'm sure, made more than one mistake um, that cost him more than a few dollars. Just take the shortcut, get this book and read it. For my furniture and my mattress stores that don't think this applies to you, I want to read to you something that I read on LinkedIn. It was a graphic, and it's it's going to actually be pulled up, and you'll see it. Levin Furniture and Mattress. We are looking for a remote online sales representative. Ladies and gentlemen, your competitors are doing it already. The big smart ones are already starting to do it. How long are you going to, how long of a head start do you want them to have before you start catching up? One of the things that I loved in this book, Jeb, was a story about how you had either, it, he was a general manager or a VP of something, and he was ready to pull the plug on the virtual training. Uh, and you had to give him assurances and, and let him know that, you know, you know, if it's a complete flop, you know, we'll, we'll refund you. And of course you didn't have to refund them because you did such an amazing job of putting yourself in the shoes of the person who was watching the training. And, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because as I'm, as I'm, as we're doing this, um, because I read the book, I realized that I need to get a separate camera because I have that hand reacher thing going <laughs> on that, that you talk about in your book. So, so eloquently. So, uh, there's a few things there that I need to up my game on. Um, uh, and, and that's the beautiful thing. You lay it all out in such detail and you have resources in here that, you know, there's almost like there's this book, but then there's all this, these other resources that you make available, um, you know, through, uh, through your websites that you, that you, that you've created and built specifically to support the readers of this book. Tell me how that all started. Well, we, you know, obviously we have a, a an e-learning, I say obviously, but you don't know this obviously, but we have an e-learning platform called Salesgrave University. And the, you know, the, one of the problems in a book is that you've, if you're talking about, for example, switching, which is producing, and we, we both have producers on this particular show because it makes sense for us to have someone who's looking out for us. So you and I can focus on the content and the same thing in training In training. It's a lot easier if you're, if you have someone producing you now, you can't always do that. Like, and we, we show you different ways that you can produce and switch. But if you just think about a television show, for example, a television show is always moving. So there's always a different scene and that's what switching does on virtual training. It's what you do in any type of video to keep people engaged. Well, that, that equipment, is evolving all the time. Since the pandemic, we use uh, Blackmagic Design for our switchers. Blackmagic Design has has added two new switchers that are brilliant into their their inventory. So if we had like if we went in and said get this particular unit, by the time the thing was published, it would be out of date. So instead of doing that, what we did was use the e-learning platform that we have, give you a code in the book so you can go in and get the information. It's there's links to it, allows us to keep it updated and add new, you know, add new content as we go. So it's just a it's just an add-on. And it was a struggle. I gotta tell you, Pete, you know, it's 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 one 
and, and you said this, we made all the mistakes. We call it the closet of oops. So we have this closet <laughs> where all the mistakes go. And, um, but it was, it was a, it was a struggle. I knew I wanted to write the book about virtual training because for me, more than anything, I just think that learners deserve better than what we give them in a lot of cases. So, you know, which is typically a PowerPoint on screen with somebody just talking over the PowerPoint. And I watched my son as he was finishing up his college classes with his professors doing that. And it was excruciating. So I wanted to do that. On the other hand, it was like, do I give people our secret? Because we were, when the pandemic hit, we were the only people in the world doing this. I mean, we completely captured the marketplace because no one well was el- else was ready, and no one else could do it at our level. The, you know, the sophistication that we that we have in the process. So I wasn't like, do, are you just going to give people the formula? And, I, and you know, in, at the end of the day, I just said I decided we're just going to give people everything. We're going to be completely transparent. If it helps learners, great. And, and then you, you got to figure that most people won't do the things that we teach them to do in the book. So we'll be okay. Our competitors won't, won't catch up to us too fast. But I think that, I think that was a, that was a real struggle. And you're exactly right. You don't have to make all the mistakes. When I say closet of oops, I've made tens of thousands of dollars of mistakes, buying equipment, testing things out, didn't work. Uh, even like even the earpiece I have in here, typically on one of these things, I'd have a, a, a pair of Bose earphones on in a podcast studio. And David Montessori, who I mentioned in the book, went and found these Bose. They're, they insert inside your ear like like on a, on a rock, you know, like on a, a rock show. And it's changed everything for me in podcasts because I can hear really well now. I can hear my producer. So they're because I've got someone talking to me and uh, and they're hidden, but I don't have a big headset messing up my hair. For someone that read your book, they should have turned their phone off before the podcast. What a bad student. We'll fix that right now. I apologize. Um, I'm trying to find the correct words for this. You seem to pour yourself into your books. I, I saw a post that you made. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. And somebody kind of wanted to to know your 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 story, and and you said, "Buy my books. My story is in my books. I, I pour my my heart and my soul and my everything into my books." And I just want to say, Jeb, thank you because um, I'm a 61 year old guy, but I am still learning. I'm still adding to my toolbox. And I love your passion. I love the energy that you bring to it. And, and you really are the hardest working man in, in, in sales. I mean, uh, I could not believe, and this is a shout out to my sales reps. Sales reps everywhere, get this book. You're, you're just absolutely silly if you don't get this book. The speed that you put that book out with Jeb was breathtaking, and and I have to say this, I didn't expect a lot, and I just started going, oh my lord, oh my lord, this is really good, this is really good, and I'm like, when did the dude sleep? <laughs> because it was so good and so thoughtful, and by the way, Victor. Uh, Victor did a did an episode on uh, sales after dark about this book, and that's kind of what turned me on to it. Even though, I mean, listen, I've been where is it? 
Where's my first? Oh, people by you. This was the first time I read you. you read you, um, and I, I got to tell you something. You hit so many triggers. There are so many <laughs> notes in this book. It's like, are you doing this? And it's just like there's a kick in the fanny at every corner. And I'm and I'm at, and I'm actually uh, saying to myself, right in in the in the note in in the side notes on the book, are you doing this? Are you doing this? And I'm going back. Well, I am now, but I wasn't doing it before or I start. I did it and I forgot. And one of the things that, you know, I constantly beat my dealers and anybody who will listen to me um, with is, but are you doing it? You know, you, you always say, duh, you're beating the, you know what, out of the obvious, but, but are you doing it? And do you know, I, I think that we have an obligation when when someone pays uh, money, whether it's a book or it's a seminar or whatever it is, to not just be lollipops and unicorns and candy canes, to, to kick them in the fanny if that's what they need to hear. And I, I don't know how many times I have gotten private comments. I really hated you when you said blah, blah, blah. But I've come to realize that you were right and I was wrong and I was just being defensive. And thank you. You must get hundreds, if not thousands of those notes. I get a few. I get a few. We get, you, know, you get them in training when you're teaching people. And I had a, a young lady who I was coaching through a presentation just recently and I stopped her a few times and you know, I, I was a little tough on her and she sent me a text message afterwards and said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time to to coach me. And those are the moments that you really appreciate when you realize that you're making an impact that way. And I, I'm sure you feel exactly the same way when people say it to you. And I do think you, I think there is an obligation to tell people the truth. And that's what I do. There's no doubt about that. And when I'm, and when I'm writing books, I'm writing books that I would want to read. So I, I, I'm, I agonize over making sure that it's right. This this book, Virtual Training, I didn't write it as fast as I did Virtual Selling because it was outside of my typical comfort zone because I was really writing it for a much broader audience than sales. And so I agonized over getting things right. I don't want to look like a phony. And I want to make sure that there's there's meat on the bone. And and I and I and I'm gonna tell people the truth. And I tell people that all the time. It's like, you know, you may not like the message, don't kill the messenger, but I'm just gonna tell you the truth. And you can decide whether you you like it or not, but that's just that's just the fact. So, and I don't think what we do is particularly complicated. I think it's complex. I think that it's complex because we're dealing with other human beings and we have to understand how other human beings think, their emotion, the way that they respond to us. Those things I think are really important and they're hard for people. But in those inside those human relationships, if you don't have a coach or a mentor or a trainer or someone who is holding up a mirror and showing you how you really look and how you're really behaving in that moment, it's going to be very difficult for you to change. And I think that's what you and I do, right? We, we help create awareness. We're not teaching people in most cases, things that they don't already know. You just said this, as I read the book, these are things I already knew. I just wouldn't do in them. What we do is provoke awareness and, and with awareness, you can change. That's why we yeah, always yeah. say awareness is the mother of change. I want to dig in on um, something, but I want to do this first without giving away too much. Um, at the end of some of these chapters, you have 
you have some wonderful questions that make us stop and think about what we need to do. So my number one thing I have to do, I have to get a camera because we don't want that reacher thing going on anymore. You know, it's funny when you read something and it just smacks you right, right in the fanny, right? <laughs> it's just like, all right, okay. Viboard number two and two A is a switcher because there's no sense in getting the viboard or smart board without getting the switcher, right? Right. Which I learned from you. Thank you, sir. I want to dig in on this though. You said something that I don't want it to be lost by my store owners. So one of the things that Jeb said was his clients were able to invest more money in training. And what will ultimately happen is they will become a better trained company and a better trained company will perform better. They will have more sales. They will have more profit. And more importantly than either one of those things is the idea that you're creating a happy customer that will buy from you again and again. So the more money you can pour into training, it's vitally important. And, and I constantly go through this and I'm going to just hog this for just a minute. I always talk about advertising. And if somebody comes into your store after they see a great ad and your display is horrible, that's all for nothing. And if they come in, you know, you run great advertising, you run a great display, they see a beautiful store. The next thing is the contact with the salesperson. And if you fall down there, all the money, all the money that you spent in advertising, all the money that you spent on interior decorators, making the showroom look beautiful, it's all for nothing. So what I would encourage every store owner to do, as you start planning for 2022 already, start thinking about what are you going to budget? What are you going to budget for sales training? What are you going to budget for, for mentors? And just a word um, that you brought out to me, um, Jeb, the best money that I have ever spent in my life, and it felt like it was so much money, was masterminds and coaches. For me personally, not, not my company spending it, me, because I wanted to talk about things that I couldn't talk about with anyone else. And you as a store owner, nobody's going to correct you. They're not going to correct you. You're writing their paycheck, dude. It's not going to happen. And But when you enter into a re coaching relationship outside of work, that's where you're going to find out there's a lot for you to do to get better that will make you, number one, just a better person because you couldn't see what you couldn't see. But number two, it's going to make you a better store owner and it's going to make, um, it's, it's going to give you a competitive advantage because, you know, Jeb, I don't know, maybe you know this. Do you know what percentage of business owners actually invest in like a business coach to actually coach them? I, I think it's a very, very, very small number. I, I would say that you're probably, when you start thinking about business owners and entrepreneurs who are investing in a coach of any sort, my, my, my guess would be far less than 10%. My guess would be less than 1%, but 
I would defer to you. You you know more about that than I do. Um, one of the things that you did, especially well in this book, is you put yourself in the shoe of the learner. And is that a direct extension from being in the trenches as a salesperson before you owned your own training company? Is, is I, I've been to some bad training, so there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that I've, I've certainly been through bad training. I've been through bad virtual training. And for, for you, if you start thinking about this particular book, and, and this is me selling this book to you, whether you deliver training in a virtual environment or in person to your team and your store, this book will help you because it'll show you how to to craft and build training programs and workshops that will make their life better. And by the way, if you find companies uh, and organizations and people like Pete that can deliver training for you in short burst, you're gonna, your folks are going to be better. And everything Pete said about your people are going to be better, he's right. But I've been through bad training. And, I, and, and the one thing I know about people is that they can see through a bad trainer, they can see through a trainer who doesn't care, who's not invested in them. As you said, Pete, they can see through people who aren't willing to step up to the plate and coach them and tell them the truth. So I did step into the, the, the learner's shoes, but that's how we built this virtual learning experience was we had to start with the person on the other side of the screen, what their experience is. And then, and then we had to understand what our mission is as trainers. Our mission as trainers is to make people better. So if the way we're delivering training is getting in the way of us making people better, then we are failing at our mission. So it begins with that mindset that all my job is, is to make people get better at their job, get better at what they do, help them reach their potential. So whether I'm doing it in person, whether I'm doing it on, you know, if I was, you know, through, through a correspondence course in the mail, which is what we did a hundred years ago, or whether I'm doing it in a full, full on produced e-learning environment or a virtual learning environment, however I'm doing it, I got to make sure that I'm responding in a way and teaching in a way that causes learners to lean in and really want to learn. If, if I owned a store, I would want to read this book for one reason above all others. What were you doing last time we got shut down? What That's were true. you doing to make your salespeople better? I mean, I, I listen, I hear the comments almost every day. You know, you want your salespeople to be better. Well, make sure that you're providing the tools. And more importantly than that, the, the, um, their job needs to be clearly defined and they need consistent feedback and they need the tools. And part of the tools is having assets available on demand for your um, for your retail salespeople. You know, one of one of the things that I constantly hear is either they don't close enough sales, they don't close them in the right way. Um, I often hear this, Jeb. Um, he or she produces a lot, but boy, it's a full time job cleaning up after them. And <laughs> you're going to have some of that. And it doesn't matter if that's a wholesale rep or a retail rep. You're, you're going to have a little bit of that. But just in general, the more training, the, the better finished product you're going to put out there. And the most important product you're ever going to put out there is that 
salesperson who is taking care of your customers. And it doesn't matter if it's in a store or manufacturers. What are you doing to train your reps? I mean, when when's the last time you did a training? Why don't you guys call Jeb Blunt? I mean, seriously, I don't know how how the, how would they get a hold of you if they wanted to 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 do training uh, with your company? Yeah, the the very best way would be to go to our website, salesgravy.com. And we offer amazing training programs for small teams. Uh, we on Salesgrave University. So if you let's, let's say you have a small team of people, it, sometimes it's difficult to like to bring in a trainer because it costs so much money to do that. Even even a private virtual training can be too much. But on Salesgrave University, we have every single week we've got live courses that are happening, and they're 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 delivered by a master trainer. You've got a coach in the room, and sometimes you may be you know your people may be with other people from other companies. But the nice thing about that is you're all learning from each other. And so it's just the most economical thing in the world for a small business person and an entrepreneur to have a, almost your own training company that is equivalent to what the big companies are doing. The best way to do it to, to contact us is go to salesgravy.com. You can contact me at Jeb at salesgravy.com, J-E-B at salesgravy.com. Come to our website. If you, want, if you want more information, fill out the contact form or go to learn salesgravy.com learn.salesgravy.com and Pete for people who have never experienced us what I would suggest is if you've never done it before you can take your very first course for free on our platform and you can pick any course you want there are no strings attached to this you just use the coupon code free course and it's for new users only so we don't give it you, know, you can't take courses over and over and over again but you get one and you can just you know Go on, pick the course, enroll, use the coupon code. When you check out, it'll zero it out. So it'll give you an opportunity to see what we do. We feel that confident about the the uh, the product that we deliver through that uh, through Salesgrave University. And I think you're right. You know, I think the you know we've got to understand that. The, I what I would say is that sales professionals are like elite athletes, and every elite athlete is going to practice. They're training. They're constantly re-upping their skills. They never stop learning. And they've got great coaches, and that would be a store owner. You're the coach that's constantly helping them keep those skills sharp because truly everything that we do in sales, all of those skills are perishable. And Pete, you're, you know, you're a, um, a, a case in point because you said, I picked up people by you. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a basic book about how do you get along with other people. And you said, I know this, but I'm not doing it. That just tells you that there is a value in constantly training, constantly keeping people's skills sharp. Yep. And, and listen, uh, we, we are the product of the books that we read and what we allow ourselves to see and what we immerse ourselves into. We are the product of the people that we hang around. And you, do you want to know something? Sometimes people find themselves in environments that aren't especially great, but guess what? You can create mentors through books. It's not the best way, but one of the things that I loved about this book, going back to this, is you laid out recommendations for literally a few hundred dollars for somebody who's just getting started, like I did over a year ago, Jeb. And there I go with that Reacher thing. I, I, I can go to the page right now and show you the picture of the Reacher. It's driving me crazy now. Um, it's the principle of reflection acting up now. So now I know I have to fix it, and it's, it's driving me absolutely crazy. But... Um, 
you did a great job of of laying out different possibilities for for uh, smaller studios or more elaborate studios and everything in between and all those resources are there so you know I, let me just talk to a store owner here that has 10 employees you're you're not a big store you've got 10 employees and you're like you know Pete th this is all pie in the sky and i don't really care what levins does because they're a multi-million dollar year company and you know blah 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 but here's the reality spend 25 bucks 20 $25 not 25 books spend the $25 if for some reason you don't like it just email me primo at ameritech.net and I'll refund you your money. It's that good. It really is. But you laid everything out in detail so that when I finished this book, I literally had a to-do list. And, and But it wasn't because I did it. You did it for me. All I had to do was answer a few questions here at the end. And a couple of times I had to fish back because I'm slightly dyslexic. <laughs> I had to fish back and, and go, oh, I don't remember that. And, but that's exactly why you put that in there, Jeb, which is so smart um, that you put that in there so that our readers, when they walk away from this book, if you get to the end of this book and you've participated and you've answered the questions, you literally have saved yourself and your company probably thousands of dollars for sure, many, many hours. And one of the constant things that I hear from store owners is there's not enough hours in the day. I have to do everything. And so don't do it the hard way. Do it the easy way. Get virtual training and make life easy on yourself. And for my my rep friends out there, I, two books in addition to virtual training, because if you are an independent rep that is responsible for training sales pros on retail floors, you absolutely owe it. Owe it to your dealers to get virtual training and be the best that you can be. But this book, Fanatical Prospecting, I have this on Audible. I just bought it. This is like a brand new book. I listened to it no less than 10 times on Audible. And was my Bible for years and still is. I, I, I constantly listen to it. But sales reps get this book too, Virtual Selling by Jeb Blunt. You, you really owe it to yourself. And Jeb, I just want to say this. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know that your time is, is, uh, is in demand. You're an in-demand guy and I appreciate, I'm, you know, a pretty much an unknown. I'm a, I'm a furniture and, and, and mattress, um, uh, sales rep who tries to do the best he can for his furniture and mattress stores, trying to bring them, uh, the most current ideas and how they can be the best they can be. But, uh, there was really, uh, no upside for this other than you're giving back and, and Jeb, uh, what your full name is not Jeb Blunt. It's, uh, Jeb, I care Blunt you care. And I think that separates you from so many other people. I mean, there's nobody that is putting out the content that you are that, that I can see and the quality of content. But more than that, you truly care. And 
you are a breath of fresh air in, in a sometimes barren landscape, my friend. Well, that's a very, very kind thing to say. Thank you so much. And I'm truly grateful that you um, invited me to, to come on your show and spend some time with you. And I uh, thank you. No, my pleasure. And with that, that's a wrap. Thank you very much for joining us on episode 41 with Jeb Blunt. Get virtual training and get virtual selling for my rep friends out there. Thank you very much. <laughs>